Hey, welcome, welcome everybody. As you come into the webinar, we're gonna have a great call today. It's, it's gonna be fun, it's gonna have a lot of information and we're gonna, uh, we're gonna promote almost everybody to a panelist so that you can turn your videos on. So the first 100 people or so that come in, we're gonna promote to panelists to so turn your videos on. So Michelle and Moore can look at smiling faces. We all, it, we, all, we all prefer that, don't we? Yes, good morning. Absolutely, especially this time in the morning. I'm gonna turn my phone on. Howard, Howard, as we're waiting for everybody to get in, we just kind of let everybody in. Tell me about how things are going in Colorado. Oh gosh, they're going well. Our market is incredibly challenging right now just because it's very, very competitive. Very right. low inventory and a lot of buyers that are wanting to take advantage of low interest rates and make moves to bigger houses so they can work from home and continue that COVID lifestyle. Yeah, no kidding. You know what? I think that it's we call that a normal market now. That's like everybody's market is like nuts. It is nuts. That's what we keep hearing from all of our you know, referring agents and other places of the world. It seems like it's a pretty common conversation that we're all struggling with and um, something that I hear every day. More yeah, you know what? You know what's funny is um, I was talking to actually this morning a neighbor of ours in our building has a big commercial real estate lending company. They loan on apartment complexes or whatever. And he was saying, "Yeah, there's just no no houses selling." I said, "You must be listening to the news because when you look at the MLS, more houses sold this month than a year ago at the same time. So there's plenty of houses selling. I think what's happening is that they're just selling so fast. People have this perception that nobody can get listings. It just isn't true, is it?" Or, or if he's on the lending side, they're selling so fast and everyone's using cash because that's the only way they can compete in a multiple offer situation. So it's true. The way that they can get, you know, kind of a leg up on the competition. Well, I love that you guys are here. So let's, you're, you're right. And it's going to be fun to talk about. We're going to have a great time talking about marketing. Uh, just let me encourage everybody to go in the chat real quick and say hi to Moore and Michelle and tell them where you're from. And this is a casual conversation more than a presentation. We like to invite our Workman Success family, people that are in our database that are wondering whether or not coaching is right for them or some of our coaching clients trying to figure out uh, what's next to do in their business. And we invite them once a month to a webinar. So we have people from, looks like from Florida, come in and say hi and where you're from. Go to the chat box. I know you know how to use it. And then we'll go in and we'll make sure that we include everybody. So everybody, I want to just welcome Michelle and Moore. And they run an incredible uh, Denver Homes team with Remax Professionals in Denver, Colorado. Both of them have tremendous experience. Both, at, you know, Michelle started as an administrative assistant, a client care coordinator, worked her way into becoming a licensed assistant and real estate agent. Now she does luxury real estate and has really positioned herself as one of the go-to people in all of all of Colorado for luxury real estate. It's done, done a tremendous job. And Moore has just a fantastic background in real estate as well. And she's brought a world of a marketing experience in a real estate and combines that with her desire to help others build their own personal brands. And when they teamed up together, it was it, it's become an unfair competitive advantage is you have these two amazing entrepreneurs and individuals working together, not just to help their clients, but also to help their teams grow. And it's just an honor to have you on the call and to be part of it. And we just want to jump in today. We're going to talk about what it looks like to do a marketing makeover and, and really help our clients. So I'm going to open up a PowerPoint deck. Okay. All right. You see in the big screen? Yep. We see it. All right. There we go. So we talked about uh, Michelle and more. Is there anything that I didn't uh, mention in your introduction that you want people to know about you? Well, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head when I was in the business and how I came to the business and how more and I met was 
basically her marketing background. When I came into the business, there was no Facebook, there was no Instagram. We still hand delivered contracts. We still had carbon copies of contracts. And so marketing in general was just overwhelming and daunting to me. And when more came into the business with the background she has- But zero real estate experience, just putting in technology, it was like the meeting of, of both worlds. And she's really opened my eyes to see one, really the value in it and two, how we can incorporate it in everything we do and really utilize it every day, every hour to our advantage. And it's not as daunting to me one, and it's actually a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. So once I started diving in and once she started kind of teaching me a little bit more how to incorporate it in the lifestyle, it was something that I felt much more comfortable with. We have a team that totals, we're six agents plus one assistant, and we have also a TC, um, and we have a junior assistant. So we have in total three staff members um, and six agents. And um, if you want to, can I move the slides myself or no? Oh, but I can go to the next slide. But I, you know, I think this looks like a lifestyle ad. So I, you know, when you talk about your brand and creating a lifestyle brand, and then you show the photography, I think your photography and your imaging matches the concept behind the marketing plan. It, you know, well, it looks like a lifestyle brand. Absolutely. And that's that. It's later in our, um, well, one of the topics we really want to hit home on is kind of incorporating it into day-to-day life because your clients more now than ever really want to know who you are and they want to have some sort of, you know, the more we showcase our true selves, the more they identify with us. Yeah. And this is kind of our trajectory of our production. I know that sometimes um, people do based on, um, Sorry, they basically do based on, um, I guess, GCI. Uh, here in Denver, we do it more on annual production, which is why it must be a little different for you all. Um, so uh, we had in 2018, 35 million in production. We were four agents. 2019, uh, 56 million. And 22, 67. This year, we've already at 40 million. Um, and we are on track to hit our $100 million goal. Isn't that exciting? It is exciting. So when did you join Workman as a client? I think it was the end of 2018. Yeah, two years. Two years ago. And I remember having a conversation with the two of you in a, ho- in a hotel lobby talking about what it would look like to double and look at you. Well, and you know, to be completely fair, Workman has been great to us because what we were missing is we had the ideas, we had the contacts, we had everything big picture, but what we didn't have was the foundation. We didn't have the systems. And that's really what we needed. That's kind of, that's fun. I tell people that, you know, you need the, you need to get your house in order because when you're good at the business, it creates more opportunities and then you have to create, you have to have scale. Otherwise everything falls apart when you get busy. So I love that you recognize the structure and that you bring your unique talents and skills into the marketing side side of things. So let's talk a little bit about your brand and how it all fits together. So just as you mentioned, it looks like a lifestyle picture or lifestyle. And it is just that. So we, as a team have one day, one day a year that we book a photographer, a studio, and we plan to do outside photography. We have all of the agents bring four outfits and we take individual photos, pairs, three, four, six group photos. Like we spend all day from eight o'clock in the morning and we just did this year's eight o'clock in the morning till about three o'clock in the afternoon doing nothing but photos. 
but it's cost effective because we use it as a library uh, for the rest of the year. And when you have outfit changes and different locations, you really don't have to always worry about using photography later or kind of reusing the same thing when you can just go to your content library uh, for that one day. We really like accumulate a lot of photos to use uh, for the rest of the year for our branding and all of our stuff marketing. All right. All right so I got, a, I got a question for you. And that is that, why can't you just use selfies? Everybody walks around with their megapixel super cameras and does pictures <laughs> and uses that for their, to set their brand. Because we, we, we really believe in using good quality materials. You know, we put, we'll get to that later. We put our advertisements in magazines that are top end, like vanity fair, like Lux. Um, when you want to present yourself um, with what you're doing in affluent situation, professional, you're going to have to start from the get-go and not cut corners. And um, I mean, we, we all are in this business and we all can say that the commission that we earn is very high and considerable to what the other markets and industries do. And spending money on your business is part of what you need to do as a realtor too. So doing it from your selfie, um, there are agents that also take listing photos on their selfie and on their phone and that shouldn't be done either. It's just a level of professionalism. I think people wanna hire someone as professionals and we view ourselves as just that. And so to showcase how professional we are, I mean, if we're gonna market ourselves one way, we're gonna market your property that way as well. And so just confidence. Yeah, and then process. we use all of that and we actually have, you know, really easy pre-templates on Canva that are completely free. And if you want to share the screen, I can show the one thing I've been trying to do. If you guys see me moving around here is I'm trying to just shush all my messages so that I don't get things <laughs> pop up here. Pop up. If anything pops up, I hope it's not inappropriate. So you can share your screen. Yes. Okay. Perfect. I'm going to share my screen. Yeah, shows yeah. what Canva is. I've heard of it, but I've never really got a deep and done a deep dive into it and understood what it does. Oh, it's a free app that you can download to your cell phone or your computer. More, go ahead. I'm trying to open it one second. Okay, sorry. And you can create different templates. You can create different marketing pieces. A lot of the things that you see on Instagram um, with quotes and a logo, those are all basically, I mean, most of them are Canva or like. So are you all able to see our Canva now? Yep, so the, you're in Canva now. Yeah, so, so we have- like a gallery. Yeah, you basically could go to the homepage and all you have to do really is they literally let you choose what platform you want to use it for. If you're using it for presentation, it has pre-made presentations, Instagram posts, a logo, a resume, a poster, and then you can start creating what you want. And what we do is we create a few, even for this one, we created on Canva what you're looking at right now. So when you're looking at Canva, you can go ahead and just drop, you know, quotes we put on social, drop uh, images, photography, anything that we need to do, um, we just do it on camera for free. And it really, guys, takes 15 minutes at the most when it's all drag and drop. One thing I wanted to also mention about the photos is if you do it consistently year over year, we have a library of photos. So, you know, we've done this now for three years and consistently met with four outfits. You think about that, that's 12 different looks that we get to use in different places in studios. So we have just a plethora of images to choose from. Our agents use it for their open house flyers, for their events on Facebook. And it also kind of helps with quality control. When you have a team, you know, we want everyone to show their, put their best foot forward. Yeah, all, that, all that's in, all that's free in Canva. That's really cool. All free, yeah. That's the best part. 
Um, if you want to go back to our slide, I will just. You can do it from your deck if you want to more. Yep, perfect. Let's just do it from my deck then. And we'll just continue from here. Hold on. Just grab this. I, I normally want control, but I just know with you, I'm not going to get it. Oh, you always have some control. No problem. I'll give you a little bit, though, every once in a while. While you're, while you're pulling that up, it's kind of funny. You guys talk about, in, even on this slide, um, all of my luxury agents like to talk about how many millions they sell, 35 million, 50 million, 100 million. But like I've got a client in L.A. right now, Jeff, who their average sell price is 3.4 million. And he always likes to say, well, we did 60 million, 70 million. I'm like, it's only 20 houses. So we're going to talk uh -huh. about family serve. How many families did you serve? We've really converted our marketing because of what our workman coach said is it speaks to people instead of those dollar amounts. No one can relate to that. I mean, it almost seems like we're boasting, but when you say we've served this many families or we've helped this many families, people really identify with that differently and can relate to that. And they understand why we look haggard when we show up. Are you able to see the slide in the background? Yeah, it looks great. Okay, perfect. So moving on to high end brochures, you know, Put money in your marketing materials. And I will say that every day. And I've said that from the day I started this business. Stop cutting corners. Don't be the agent. I don't care if your listing is $200,000 or if it's a million dollars. When you have a printed piece of paper um, that looks like it came out of a printer and you strike out the price and it just looks cheap and there is something about quality that puts you head and shoulders above your competition. When you don't spend a lot, but you spend it, one time in a year, you put money into it. And here's an example. We use hard book cover cases for our um, listing books and listing agreements. So we basically, we get, um, we order the covers and we have uh, our logo printed on it. As you can see, this is a hard cover, just like a book. Now, when we drop off our listing books and they have a competition, I don't care if the house is half a million dollars or $2 million, when there's our books right here waiting for them on the, on the table versus the competition that has a flimsy piece of paper in a folder, um, psych psychologically, they're already going to want to work with you over the competition just because your marketing materials stand head and shoulders above the rest. One thing I wanted to mention about the brochures too, is things were moving so quickly on the market that we kind of thought we didn't need them. But brochures to me are almost like another marketing piece that are overlook the importance because they take them home and they keep them. And buyers that are unsatisfied or unhappy with their agent or aren't getting what they want, it's just one more outreach in prospecting pieces. So now even, even though you're selling fast as you can put signs in the yard, you're still doing the full marketing uh, yeah. program and package? And I'll tell you why. It's not a waste of money. If we have any brochures left, like Pheasant, this one, Pheasant Lane, a 1.35, it sold that first weekend on the market, and we already ordered 25 brochures, which cost us about, I don't know, $200, but guess what we're going to do with them now? We're going to put this brochure in an envelope and send it to all the neighbors around Pheasant and say, hey, this house, this brochure, we sold it in one weekend, and they get to open the envelope and look at this high-end brochure, and if you're looking at thinking about selling, uh, this is what we can do for you. So we use it to remarket to the area as well. They're great for listing presentations just to kind of show showcase what we have and what we do. And what we do. Yeah, and, well, it's a differentiator. Most people just think they have to discount their commission and then they'll get the listing. And that really, you know, everybody has their own business model. But for me, I'm a full price, full service um, a team. I want to make sure that I elevate what I give them, not decrease what I charge. 100% bring value and show that you're bringing value. 
because at yeah. the end of the day, I mean, this is our livelihood. If we can't negotiate for ourselves, how can we negotiate for our clients? I love that. And when you don't put that one deal as your focus of winning, if you stop looking at it like, oh my gosh, I have to win this listing because Jeanette offered them 5% and I need this and this is a lot of money for me. And you start thinking in scarcity and you're worried about losing a 500K listing. You're not thinking about the 10 other listings that you left these brochures with and that you said, I will do my job like this. And then when the first agent doesn't do very well, all of a sudden the seller is willing to pay an additional couple of grand more or whatever that is to work with you. So you may lose a few, but you're gonna win over time. It's a long-term investment. So if you, will you do me a favor and go off go off your presentation, just kind of close out of it. And then maybe so we can see your video big, show us what the book looks like. Cause everybody sees you in a really small window in the corner of their screen. So you see like the book, it's a hardcover. And then no, we I have different it. things that we put. We have different things that we put in the book. This one is a buyer book. So we put buyer information that we give to our buyers. Um, and then we have horizontal ones. Um, and we just basically, we always look for marketing materials that are going to wow. You know, we, we're not worried about spending a couple of grand and, and making sure that our materials speak for themselves because they're going to be um, looked what, more favorably. What we've been doing for the last about year and a half is we've always done these really nice listing books, but what we've started to do is drop them off before the listing appointment. So if I got a call today and have a listing appointment tomorrow, either I will or our assistant will drop this book off at their front porch. And it's also cut down my time during the listing presentation. So I'll give them this booklet with our listing presentation, and then I'll go ahead and bind all my comps in this. Um, and drop it off at their house in advance so that they can look at all of the information prior to our meeting. And it's surprising when I sit down, they're like, oh, here's our here's our list of questions before we even dive into the listing presentation. And that gives us a huge advantage, right? They're already talking to me. They're already telling me what's important to them. They're already giving me an outline of what they need and gives me a better position on how to cater to them. I don't know if you know this, but obviously your actions tell me you do that almost 80% of the top 100 agents in the world send a pre-listing package or something prior to the listing appointment. I was and, never organized enough in the past to do it. I mean, it right. was. <laughs> and I would like to add to that, that I've started sending like the edible arrangements or flowers to the seller at the end of the presentation for presentations that I think we're going to go well. I'm not sure. Thanking them from their time. You can do that. I guess sporadically, um, and the response on that has been incredible. I, I love uh, it. You treat everybody that it was such high level that they can't imagine anybody else doing their doing their real estate transactions. It's kind of the feeling that I'm getting. And it goes towards the swag too. Like we spend money on other things other than our real estate stuff. So brand recognition is something that more really kind of opened my eyes to is like creating a brand that people recognize. So we're Team Denver Homes. Our logo is TDH. And we have TDH on everything, on our water bottles, on mittens that we've dropped off, like oven mittens to clients with a thing of cookies. We have it on t-shirts, hats, sweatshirts. Um, we do it. What else do we? Yeah, we just go on Vistaprint and just order everything. I love it. And so the second you see it, people are like, oh, I know who that is. Well, that's you guys. Recognition. Not only do they recognize our face, but now they're starting to more and more recognize our logo. Yeah, and then we 
talking about recognition, you know, the number one place you're going to get recognized in the fastest and quickest place is going to be free and free is social media. And, you know, I think that's how I got my foot in the door the most was when social media, when I started in 2014, agents were putting a picture that was pixelated photo of the house with like they cut out of their phone and they put it on Facebook. And I mean, the competition was pretty weak, so it was kind of easier. Um, But with that being said, even to today, social media is kind of a, I guess, a sticky point for a lot of agents that don't really know what to do there and are kind of following, I guess, a set rules that they see from other agents, like posting the same thing over and over again. And we do things a little differently. So I'll let Michelle take this one. Yeah, I'd love to show, have you show us some of the things you do. Yeah, yeah we will, of for course. sure. Um, one of the, you know, when I came into the business, we, we didn't even have social media. And then when it kind of evolved to some people had it, some people didn't. You wanted to keep your personal, personal, your business, your business. And that line is long gone. And so the sooner that we embrace it and the sooner that you kind of just put yourself out there, it's easier to use and I feel like it serves its purpose better. Um, One thing that we've done that's extremely effective on social media is because we have a small team, we assign out weeks. So every agent has an assigned week to maintain the Team Denver Home social media. All of our agents also have individual accounts as well as brand accounts that we'll kind of get into a little bit more. But the Team Denver Home social media is controlled by our agents. We do it in-house. We have a schedule every week on who's on social media. And then we have a daily schedule on what needs to be posted on our actual page. Can you show me a sample of how you lay that out? Would you mind just pulling that up and say, here's how I lay it out? We have like a whole calendar for it. I think it's um, um, But what's really good about it, it takes away the guessing of what you're going to do on social media. Because I think what people get stuck on is that they're like, okay, well, what am I going to post today? What am I going to post today? And then you start being inconsistent and you start posting several times in one week and then not at all the next week. You start posting listings for a long time and not post of yourself. A good social media account needs to have a good kind of variation of posts about listings, posts about the market, Post about yourself, putting comfortable, putting yourself out there, um, some good informational pieces and data pieces, but also some feel good and authentic relationship posts. What do I say about that? When it's, I guess, Mother's Day, um, it's okay to put from the team a picture of you and your mother and say, Happy Mother's Day. Um, I'm more Zucker with Team Member Homes. This is my mom, because it creates a kind of like a sense of closeness with your clients and they they feel like they you're their friend. So don't be afraid to also break those barriers with authenticity and your family, but keep it consistent. So like we make sure that every Monday is a new list day, Tuesday, a photo of this. We always make sure, do you have the- Yeah, so I pulled up our Instagram page and you can- You could just find it on Team Number at Team Number Homes if you'd like to. Can you bring it up on the screen? Yeah, hold on, let me just grab the Instagram. Because we're seeing your screen like full size. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I probably should be doing this like presenter mode and all that stuff. Yeah, no, just close out of your deck or minimize it. Okay, perfect. So on Mondays, we do a motivational speech. On Tuesdays, we always feature a listing. On Wednesdays, we call it faces, meaning that there's some sort of photo of the team together or people of the team. People identify more when they can actually see us. And then on Thursdays, we do something called a neighborhood review and we feature a different neighborhood every week and it's video. And then on Fridays, we've started to kind of lean more towards like 
the Friday funnies because the market is as crazy as it is and people are identifying with that. So when you're looking, you're kind of seeing, we always have things that kind of repeat itself. We always have a good motivational quote. We always have a few photos of listings. Hey, more slow down. I can't keep up with I'm it. Sorry. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm awesome. really fast too. I'll do it a little slower. Um, we always make sure that you kind of, we have this set system. It's a quote, it's a house, it's a team photo, it's a, a funny, it's a, but it's always something that our agents know what to post. They're not scratching their heads about it. And our clients know what to expect. Oh, today we're going to get a motivational quote from team number homes. What's interesting is I can see that I can see the scheduling now that I see your posts. So yeah, now you see how the schedule works. Makes sense. Is everybody else seeing that? Like Scott, are you seeing how you can see the quote and then a team photo and then a house? Like I've always thought it was more complex than that. And so because it's so complex, I don't I don't want to do it. <laughs> so it, it makes it so I'm not as active in it. So this is the Mother's Day post. I mean, very easy. And then we have every member of our team, more with her children, me with my kids. Um, Maytel with her child, Michael Ann with her mother, you know, Andrea with her mother. And so we, we take the opportunity to kind of show who we are and just make us a little bit more relatable. And if you have a team, I mean, it kind of is awesome because most of our shares and likes happen when the team members put it on their accounts. So we have not just Michelle and myself, we have four other people on our team that keep resharing the content on for them. So our exposure just grows um, exponentially with more agents that we bring on too. So the photos that we upload, every person's tagged, our company's tagged, who's who in luxury real estate's tagged, we tag Workman Success, we tag pretty much anyone who provides something to our business. What does um, that look like? How do I know it's tagged by looking at this? So there, yeah, this one's probably, well, this one's the agents, but you yep. see, they will press the tag. And what's really great is that businesses, and we'll get to that a little later too. Businesses love when you do that. Not maybe not so much as personal, but businesses, they're looking for content to post just like we are. And when somebody, an agent takes a picture of themselves, let's say in a cafe and saying, working today on my new listing appointment in observatory park at caribou coffee or whatever it is. And then you tag the coffee place, ideally you do it with a local coffee place, you're going to find that most often than not, they're going to reshare and they're going to tag your business and you just get exposure that gets built upon other exposure. So how many, how do you, how do you measure success with your social media marketing strategy? Well, when I walk into places and people are like, oh, hey, you're the girl from Team Denver Homes. I mean, it kind of, my kids tease about it all the time. They're like, we cannot go anywhere anymore without mom <laughs> or talking to someone. And so I don't know that we can quantify it in numbers towards our business, but it's more recognition. And what is it? What is that? I think it's that old saying, like seven times someone sees your name, face, then they feel like they know you or they're more likely to give you business. And I really would like to stress that, you know, a lot of people see our team and they're thinking, oh, this is a really pretty team. And of course, they're taking all these hot photos. Um, I think that it's better to even not be a hot, pretty team and put your face on your team photos. Because for example, I follow all these teams that all they have is their logo as their icon and all the pictures are just listings. If I walked past the Danbury group, I would have no idea who is in the Danbury group. <laughs> By us exposing ourselves on social media with exposure and our faces on there, people recognize us 
on the street are friends. And if you just try to make it completely professional with only listings and trying to stay away and try to become like a brokerage, you're losing your edge as an agent. Well, you are both like super cool moms. The fact that your kids on Instagram are like, I can't go anywhere. My my daughters were were doing a TikTok last night and I tried to get involved and they wouldn't put me on video. They said, dad, that's just awkward. (laughs) My kids say that exactly. (laughs) Like they're almost more embarrassed by it, but... Speaking of, speaking of, you know, I have, I I like to put out there kind of like a premonition that TikTok is going to be very massive for real estate in the next five years. You know, maybe Michelle and I are not, haven't been strong enough because it's still the age of our children that's on it. Um, My daughters are 13 and 12 and they're TikTok experts. However, um, that's where everyone is. So creating videos on TikTok will be grant you like a head head start for all the agents that are 19 right now, the future agents that are just graduating, that are going to be an agent in the next five years, they're going to kick our asses if we don't start now. Michelle Cobb echoed your sentiments by saying people buy from people. They want to know who you are and connect with you. And I think that's so much what I'm seeing in your, in your uh, relationship marketing. Yeah. You've got thousands of followers. What, so you said you mentioned you you measure success by people knowing you. Are do you actually quantify leads? Do you have some ability to track what you're doing from a lead generation perspective? So first of all, we have first of all we have um, we put a budget for lead gen online as an ad. So we have an ad that runs consistently, um, which was outside of trying to measure overall, I guess, uh, marketing strategy. This is actually to quantify leads and we're only pushing it for sellers. um, So we can see, would you like to list your home? And we've gathered a good, I mean, a good database of leads at this point. Of course, you're going to get, you know, some people that are not serious, but Throwing in $500 on Facebook for Facebook lead ads um, is worth your money. Excellent. So Um, there's a difference between the brand marketing and then the lead generation marketing. You have specific things that you're doing to generate leads. And I think that's a good differentiator. I don't think people understand the difference between those two things. I'm glad that you brought that up. More always likes to say silos. Like we focus in different silos. Yes. So your silo, your first silo is always going to be your client, which is selling your listing. And because you always want to put the client first. So always put your silo first and I need to sell this property. That's what I'm hired for, not myself. As well as my next would be the buyer, finding them a home. If it would be anything about marketing to get your buyer a new house. And afterwards, it's yourself, um, which is a brand marketing. Um, And also it's, you can also, I mean, I'm all about brands in general. And I'll tell you that a little bit later, but kind of like treating yourself as an agent, as a brand, whether you're an individual agent or not. Um, I was Team Denver Homes with the first day of the domain before I met Michelle. I didn't know it was going to be Michelle and I thank God it is. But at that point, I decided I was a brand anyway, right? So making that decision doesn't have to be a team. You can be Michelle Chardulo lifestyle, whatever it is, make yourself a brand because you can promote it with stuff like logos and cool things outside of your brokerage brand. Well, you have brands within your team brand. We do. We so do. I think it's interesting that you promote your individual agents and let them have an identity. It's not all about the team leaders. No, it's not all about. And that was something because teams in Colorado are still relatively new, to be honest with you. The last brokerage we were at was didn't really care for teams and there really weren't teams. So we're all still trying to figure out 
how what that looks like and we kept seeing teams just marketing the name of the team or someone's name and you never like more said you never knew who was on the team we hire our agents because they're really good at what they do and they're all so different and they all speak so many different languages and you can see it through social media you can see it through different um, areas that we allow them to kind of shine and i think for that we have put ourselves in a position where we can really sell for any seller or buyer like Maybe I'm not the best person for you, but Moore's personality fits exactly what you're looking for. Let me make this introduction. And I would like to say thank you to to Workman Success because you know we signed on as clients um, because they're really helping us form our team. You know, just like Michelle said, we came. The team is only from 2018. This is not like 20 year team. So we've had a hard time figuring out how to put it all together. And um, you know. Verl and Cleve and the entire Workman success, you know, has been a really beneficial for us. And we really see that the systems that we needed are helped put in place. Cause we just, we did it, you know, we like by the tail of our seat, we just didn't even try. We just said, okay, we'll just see what happens. You guys have a system that's really helping us for sure. So thank you for that. No, I, I appreciate you saying that, you know, Scott asked a question. He says, I don't have anywhere near as established brand as you. What does it look like for one of your individual agents? How do you help them build their individual brand? Do you have an example that you might be yeah, able to share with I'm going to pop, but I'm going to fast forward then to the last deck. Really okay. Welcome question. back to digital marketing. So it's not all social media. So oh. here's, here's the thing, like for brand, how did that come apart? You know, people don't like to be sold, right? No one likes to feel as though when I'm going to Verl, all he wants is to buy and sell me a house. He's a salesman. Instead, we bring them through the back door by every agent chooses something that they're actually passionate about. And bring you value in a different way. Yeah. So for example, um, Olivia, she's the Denver look. She's passionate about fashion. She used to be a model before she joined our team. So instead of... Um, kind of bringing Olivia in and losing her personality and kind of merging her into the team as a whole, we like to individualize our agents by ensuring that they see the value how we bring them outside of real estate. So we took Olivia's model thing and we turned her to a brand, the Denver look. So it's all about local designers in Denver, local oh, boutiques, um, anything fashion related to Denver. Olivia, she loves it. She like, loves that is it. her baby. Like she loves Denver look like, like it's her side hustle. It's something that serves her purpose every day. Now you ask like, what does that help you guys? How does that make you more business? Well, let me tell you when you're going and you're doing a boutique event and you reach out to local boutiques and say, hi, I'm Olivia Merrill. I'm the fashion blogger. Oh, I'm also a realtor with Team Denver Homes. First of all, you start forming connections where people do not feel that you are selling to them because you're coming as one hat, then you're swapping it to the other hat. Um, also, people love to work with people that share the same interests as them. And when you play golf, how many times have you heard how many golf deals are done on the course? How many deals have I closed from the poker table? Um, many. And the reason is because you want to work with someone that likes what you like to talk about similar interests. When you have a brand, I already know that any person that's brand new, that's not my friend, that's a lead, is probably going to want to work with me over... I guess Michelle, because he likes to play poker and I used to be a professional poker player. So you get them by having additional shared interests and then they have things to talk to you about when you show them around the house because they already feel a sense of, I guess, familiarity with you. And a step further, we're posting their businesses on our social media. So then all of a sudden when we have an open house, 
we have an idea as to how to utilize their businesses. We've had boutiques come in and have clothing for sale at open houses. We've had restaurants come in and feature their, their, their menus. So different partnership opportunities in the future too. So we're connecting with them on a business level. We're supporting their business. And then you become that connected on a personal level as well. And what's really great is that when, first of all, talking about back to that social media, how we got here, it's much easier now when I'm reaching out as Olivia Merrill, the Denver Look Plus Team Denver Homes, when I tag 20 boutiques in Denver, um, I'm tagging also them from Team Denver Homes. So now 20 boutique owners, it's also business from the business owners. For example, I have the Denver Ear, which is a local lifestyle blog about things to do in Denver. And a lot of my deals in the beginning stages were actual cafe owners. The people that I went to use to build a relationship with became my clients. Um, so that's also something that is advantageous. And we do events every month as Team Denver Homes. And we choose one agent to co-sponsor that event. And we use that brand of that agent to co-sponsor the event. So a couple months ago, um, Andrea does the Denver Outdoors, which she is an outdoor enthusiast. Anything outdoors, she is on it. So she, the event for, was it March, was a snowshoeing event. So the entire team can send out invites through their CRM, through campaigns, through speaking to people to invite them to this event. So it's Team Denver Homes, but it's co-sponsored by the Denver Outdoors. We had, I think, what, 25 people show up. She had a local vendor provide um, snowshoes and had a professional photographer donate his time, a professional videographer, videographer donate his time. And it's great social media content for so long. And I mean, it was so much fun, a great event. The event we have going on right now is uh, springtime, like clean out your closet. And that's co-sponsored by the Denver look. And so it's, again, just more content for us to push out there and more reasons for us to reach out to our clients and not such a salesy. I mean, I don't want my clients to see my name on the phone and be like, oh my God, Michelle's pestering me to list our, list our house again. It gives me an opportunity to call them and say, hey, this is the event we're doing. I'm more than happy to pick up any donations that you have. And then naturally, because they know who I am, they talk about real estate. And I mean, if you're a team lead, I mean, there's something to be said about agent retention when the agent knows that if they leave your team, the brand isn't going with them either. So now I have extra incentive to stay at Team Denver Homes because if I leave to Compass, I don't have the Denver outdoors with me that I've spent two years building that community. It stays with us. So that's something you've never mentioned before that I think is brilliant. And my mind goes to like, everyone's trying to figure out the golden handcuffs. What are the things that we can do to keep people with us? First of all, the fact that you're highlighting them and letting them be individuals on the team, I think is even more valuable than if they leave, it doesn't go with them because you're creating a culture of individuality. Yes. And I, I think that's huge, but I also think it's important that you protect the business that you're building and the resources that you're investing in helping build their brands. So Michelle and I own the brands. So we assign it to the agent, but we own those brands. So those brands stay with us and we support our agents building them that way. We have no problem building the agent under the brand because it's ours anyway. You know, once you build a brand big enough to be the Denver outdoors, if the agent doesn't push himself, no worries. We'll just put another agent that likes the outdoors instead of if they don't want it in a couple of years time. So when you do lead generation, you're talking about like so many agents use companies that where they pay for leads. Do you do any of that with your team? 
besides all of the social media and the digital marketing that you do? So we're, we're definitely working on paid leads by putting it on our brands. So up until now, we use the brand as a gateway for you to find out about Team Denver Homes through the back door. We started to be a little bit more aggressive, and now we're starting to get leads from the brand websites, contact forms that pop up on the brand websites, um, newsletters that come out. And that just is a great segue, by the way, for our digital Um because we really use online to generate leads and it's on every brand and it's on every website as well as every social media account from there. Um, and we, we push on all fronts for that. I mean, when we talk about social media or campaigns or anything, who doesn't click the video first before the still picture? And right. so we've really been trying to push the videos. However, going back to professionalism, we didn't like the look of our agents holding their cell phones yes. and videotaping themselves. I'm going to move that to this now. It, the quality control is something that we couldn't really grasp. So now what we've offered our agents, which has been really, really great overall, the feedback from our clientele has been fantastic, is we do monthly market updates. So we're going to show you now an example. If you guys have it, we're going to give you a little quick peek. So we have a video of a monthly update. And this, by the way, I know it's on YouTube. We push these mostly on our CRM and newsletters so that we can push it to our clients directly. But here's a quick example. With Team Denver Homes. And here's our Denver market update for March of 2021. It's still a seller's market and the pace of sales hasn't slowed. Buyers are hungry for homes. This is an example. And here's another one that we do. And this has got a really so, good. I think you guys heard me mention our neighborhood on, on Thursdays, we post our neighborhood reviews. So we have, we partnered with a local community or excuse me, a local charity that also has a production team on staff. And so they're doing our weekly neighborhood reviews. And we post this this is more Zucker with Team Never Homes or Remax Professionals. And today we're reviewing the Hilltop neighborhood. So this video cost us about 300, let's just give them at least like a view of how it looks. It's a $300 video, guys. And like this video is professional. It has like segues into the map that comes on. It's from Colorado to Quebec and from Alameda to Six. So when you see these kind of things, now, now let's take a difference of where I have one agent that's showing Hilltop on his phone for free. And he's like, I'm in Hilltop right now. I'm more Zucker. Or an agent that puts a video that's $350 that has that, that we can push already automatically. Anyone? that would see it would assume that we do things in high quality. And it's just our brand again is being showcased um, in high quality for that money. And it's very easy for us to go in and even to a listing and say, well, we're your neighborhood expert. Look at the video that we've done on Hilltop. We have a ton of, you know, like people in this community and we have a ton of knowledge based on it. And it gives our agents one more thing to post. Michelle, you were saying something and the audio kind of got jumbled as we started a video, but you were saying that you work with a charitable company that does video for you and you partner with them. Tell me more about how that works. So when we first started the videos, it was really hard to find a production team that would be, I mean, we didn't want a cell phone, but I didn't need like a thousand dollars a week. I mean, we can't afford that. We're a small team. So we needed someone who was going to be a little bit more reasonable on price. So I was able through different contacts through our brands, I was able to find um, a community, well, I'm sorry, a charity. It's called the Lions Program. And they have a couple different, that's the big 
the big charity and then also do like the Denver box, which happens to fit very nicely into our brand marketing. And we also have a agent who you didn't see on the last screen. She does the Denver Eats. So it was just really easy for us to partner with them. They have the Denver box. We have the Denver Eats. We can feature their Denver box every month. And then in addition to that, because the Lions Project picks a new charity every quarter, they do like a give back. They do a drive that quarter for this particular Denver charity. And then they do um, a day where you go in and you do some sort of service program for that particular charity. And they've always videotaped it and allowed us to use it as another marketing tool. Um, just showcasing that we're supporting local and a charitable institution. Well, when we got to further conversations, and I loved the idea behind it, he had mentioned that they have a, a full-time production team behind it. And I said, well, funny, because I'm looking for a production team. And so it was kind of like a, a natural give-give. Like, we give you exposure and support your charity. And they also gave us a great deal on doing these weekly neighborhood reviews, where Mondays we have our agents provide the script and the B-roll on Fridays at 9 o'clock. Every Friday, we have them scheduled for an hour. And we have it down to, realistically, we have it scheduled for an hour, but the agents and the production team, and we're there 15 minutes. 15 wow. minutes but on a Friday But if morning. you don't have this opportunity in your market, what we, the way we started off is you go to a videographer and you say, hey, I want to do a video a week. What deal can you get me if I want to do like 10, 15 videos? I'm not going to pay $1,000 a video. Forget it. That's not going to happen. But if I offer you and promise you at least 15 weeks, what can you do? And that's how we start off by getting cheaper deals in the beginning when you buy it at bulk. When we bought a fee, like 10 video package, so we got it for cheaper. Um, I wanted to just touch on where you put it too. Just putting it on YouTube is not enough. Putting it on YouTube is just like the standard. You have to also go ahead and you have to put it on your website. You know, the website is where you want everyone that searches for a home. For example, if you just have your website and it just says Team Denver Homes and it just has our names and Denver, it wouldn't give us as much authority with Google as if we also had all this content where somebody says, search for homes in Cherry Creek North. Well, we have a whole page about Cherry Creek North, not just the video. So if you're going to do a video for the neighborhood, you might as well just put some more information so you have written content. And the written content is the scripts that we use. So, I mean, it's not like, and then we put the, to go into, a whole yeah. And you embed the video work. here it's and then you put the location smarter. and you put some photos and guess what guys, this little page, first of all, is super basic. I know it looks intimidating, but it's really basic. It's like a drag and drop and it gives you authority with Google. So, you know, talking about lead gen, if you start now and you put authority with Google right away uh, by putting emphasis on your website, um, you are going to see and reap those rewards a few years down the line. Um, every time we have, it does have to be consistent. We have to always continue with that. And we love, that's what we call the team, by the way, team number homes, because it maybe it's not as snazzy as another word is, but I was thinking about people are going to Google Denver homes. I want it to be as close as possible to that search engine query. And for me, it was just SEO based first. So if you are going to name yourself in some way, shape, or form, whether you're an individual or a team, consider not always trying to name it by your own name. It's very hard for someone to search for an agent named Michelle Chardulo on 
Google. But if they search for homes for sale, they're going to find more Zucker much more easily than they would if they search for more Zucker. So I know that we all have a very big ego in this industry and we all want our names to be on everything, including our team names. But I would strongly recommend taking a step back and putting the name on the Google search query as your top kind of like position name. I like Cherry Creek North. That's like people would search for that. Yes. If my, if we were team Cherry Creek North, we would sell much more easily every home in Cherry Creek North. So that's going to make you more money than having a great ego and calling it team more and Michelle. Flip back to your deck, if you will. Let's talk a little bit about print and what you do with your top 50. Yes. You have all of these relationships. Talk about how you select your, the ones you really focus on. Well, it's interesting because Workman's success has really pushed and pushed and pushed on the top 50. And we've heard our coach Cleve say it, we've heard Burl say it. Um, the top 50 is from our CRM and it's basically 50 of our top clients who are likely to refer business to us. And so we've had every one of our agents go in and select 50 people that we once a month speak to. And what we've done is we've kind of created, I mean, more and I can't do anything by the book. We have to do everything our own way. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but we've created a top 50 where every, every month we do what we call a pop by. So, um, last, uh, Last month we did, what did we do? Last we did also based on holidays. Like for example, February, oh, yeah. we had a St. Patrick's Day little bag with some like um, lucky charms in there. And, and then we lay it out for our agents so that we provide the top 50 pop by for our agents. And we have a, at the, there's a cute little thing that said, we're really lucky to have you as a client. And we're really lucky to have your referrals or something along those lines. Sometimes it costs us very little. And sometimes we spend a little bit more money on it. Like we're doing a Rockies tickets pop by and not all the time do we do all 50 of them. So like this last month, Olivia's um, event was clean out your closet. So our pop by were nice bags with a printed tab of instructions how to participate in the event. So we're kind of always feeding all of our silos and keeping it in mind. If we're going to do something, I'm going to use that thing in 20 different ways to promote more business. So at the end of the day, we use those Popeyes and we only did 15 of the bags, but it gives for the other people in our top 50, it gives them a reason to reach out and talk to their clients and say, hey, this is our event this month. This is what we're doing. Would you like to participate? If not, then that's fine too, you know, but it gives us a touch point to have conversations. And like I said, naturally the conversation always goes to real estate because they know who we are and what we do. And I would like to add a little something to the top 50. That's really been beneficial to get the top 50 to actually refer you some more. Um, I like to approach my top 50 through the back door, like we do with the brands. So when I call my clients, instead of saying, Hey, you're in the top 50 program um, for that because you refer me a lot of business. Instead, I say, Hey, so we're trying out this program and I need to see if it will provide an opportunity for my clients to give me referrals. I really care about you. You're a good friend of mine. Do you mind being my test like dummy? Can I give you this top 50 program? So you tell me that if you would refer me more business after six months and guess what? Psychologically, they refer me more business anyway, just from the fact that I asked them to be part of this program. So I didn't ask for the referral. I asked them to tell me their thoughts and feedback on the program so I can get more referrals. And that actually creates more referrals. We always like to tell our agents to ask for your client's opinion. So when we first started doing like the marketing videos, 
we always called our top 50 and said, Hey, what do you think? What is your feedback? What would you look at another one? Do you like these? Do you not like these? And my gosh, I feel like every single client that I called, like was so overjoyed that I valued their opinions. They constantly comment on it. They like it. They share it because they're like, Oh yeah, Michelle totally, you know, wants to know how we feel and they ask for more. So it kind of creates a closer relationship. And again, when you give value, you get value. And I'm a big proponent of that. We really spend a lot of money on our clients, uh, but it really showcases in our business. We really feel that's an investment. Um, And we also spend on print marketing. You know, print marketing is not dead. And when I came into this business, I touted that print marketing is dead because it helped my brand um, to say that digital is the future. Digital is the future. Uh, Digital is the future. But there is something to be said on how print marketing provides you business uh, because it's it's just you can bring it to everything that you're doing. Uh, For example, uh, we are in Vanity Fair, guys. And that sounds really big for our clients when they hear that we're in Vanity Fair. Um, But we spend on it just a regular ad and our clients, we don't say that it's an ad. We say, oh, pick up the Vanity Fair issue this month. And there's a tiny, tiny little place that says, um, I want to show the Vanity Fair ad. It shows a little place in a tiny print that's an advertisement. Um, More importantly, the actual print that no one's going to pick up and buy the Vanity Fair for my clients. We put a social media post with a Vanity Fair ad in it saying, oh, pick up the Vanity Fair magazine on your copies are now available I don't think my clients went to buy it, but they were all congratulating us nonstop for being on Vanity Fair as if we're some, I guess, actors or actresses that were just chosen for the Oscars. Uh, I mean, that's, awesome. that. that's, that's really cool. Are you seeing my screen? Uh, the yes. slide deck? So I just want everybody to know that uh, Moore and Michelle are just doing this because they love to share and they love to give. And we appreciate you so much. Like the energy and the passion and how much you give to everybody is so it's contagious. I just want to hang out with you and I want to, I want to do a marketing, I want to do a viral marketing makeover. So uh, I may reach out and say, help me when you, um, for those of you that find value in this to say, thank you, just go into our downloads and download workmansuccess.com forward slash makeover. You get a copy of the call so you can go back and watch it in your real time and actually pause it and end Implement what they talked about. Also, the top 50 tracker, which is kind of cool, uh, free strategy session with Workman Success Systems, and uh, the five steps to, to imp- improving your online presence that have been shared with by Moore and Michelle. And I just want to say, I'm, I'm, Scott says, thank you for what you do, all, all Denver Homes teams, and says thank you for that. A lot of great comments on the board. Does anybody have a final question for Michelle or Moore? Or Michelle, you have a final comment or thought? I did just see the questions, how often we update our neighborhood videos. So what we've done on our neighborhood videos, we've built scripts that tell the boundaries, some cool history about the property. And we give a very, very loose description on the architecture or like about the neighborhood, talking about architecture and a broad range of price points so that we don't have to continuously update it and we can use it year over year. Um, The idea we'd like to have is build like an interactive map with all of our neighborhoods and we'll kind of approach them and update them as necessary. But we kept it very broad and at the end of it says, please reach out to Michelle Tardulo or any member of Team Denver Homes for more information on this neighborhood. We'd love to share some more exciting information or however you want to sign off. But that's how we sign off, trying to give them like more of a teaser 
these neighborhood reviews, it is so important to keep them short because no one has time. So we really emphasize keeping them well Ours under are two minutes. no longer than a minute and a half and keeping it very kind of static. I, I really don't think it's beneficial at this point to update previous videos. We have a lot of neighborhoods around us and it's much better to get more neighborhoods under your belt than updating old ones. So hopefully that's, that great, that's a great idea too. There are so many neighborhoods. We think of big communities. Denver's not a neighborhood. No. Well, and I think too, like sometimes people are confused on what we think the neighborhood name is and what the public thinks. So even offering like the difference between the two neighborhoods and talking about it on the camera so that other people understand and know. Um, I feel like even other real estate agents watch our videos and they're like, oh, look at this. This is cool. So. All right. So if people want to send you business because they know you rock it in, in, in the Denver, Colorado area, how do they connect with you? How do they send you business? Follow TeamDenverHomes.com on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And you guys are always more than welcome to reach out to us anytime. Our team email is team at TeamDenverHomes. And then, of course, our first names for our individual email addresses, Michelle at TeamDenverHomes and more. And every single social media platform, we made it simple. And that's one last kind of like advice for you guys. Please don't be more Zucker on Instagram, more Zucker Realtor. Team member homes on Facebook, keep one username across the entire board so that you can tell everybody, just find me at team member homes everywhere. One thing that we didn't touch on is we have a lot of people in other markets follow us on Instagram and it's a great referral source. So anyone who follows us, we follow them back and it's a great opportunity to start those relationships and collaborate. And then instantly, I know a couple of agents that I started Instagram friends with, and they are consistently the agents that I send referrals to out of state. So we will follow you. Follow us. We'll follow you back. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much. Thank you all for being here on behalf of Workman Success and from all of our team here. Thank you for being such givers. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Success. Bye, everybody. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.